Hello and welcome. It's a Milwaukee Admirals podcast with Charlie Larson. I'm Aaron Sims, and we are heading to the postseason. Here we Finally go. Finally here. Finally here. After, well, it's been since 2019, right? The right. 20, 20 playoffs were called off. 21, no season. 22, here we are. Charlotte Checkers fine, maybe probably finally relinquish the Calder Cup. Yeah, could be, but they're, uh, they're, they're, they're considered a, good team. a favorite from out east. They're yes. a good team, yes. yeah, for so sure. So it's going to be interesting. The Milwaukee Admirals will start play on May 6th. That's Friday night at home against Manitoba. Saturday, May 7th at home against Manitoba, and then the series will shift to Winnipeg for three games beginning on May 11th, a Wednesday night if games are four and five are necessary, the 13th, which is a Friday, and 15th, which is a Sunday. So go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com and find the schedule and all of that. Uh, it's going to be an interesting series. The Admirals needed to win the last game of the season to get third place. They did that, beating Rockford 3-2. to two. Uh, and, and looked good in the process. Looked good in the process, had a good start, started on time, as Carl Taylor likes right, to say, right, right. Uh, and got a good showing from Devin Cooley. And uh, let's be honest, that's the position that's going to get a lot of scrutiny right now because Connor Ingram has played well uh, for much of this season, and he's played more games than any goaltender in the American Hockey League this season. So Devin Cooley, who has, he's had, what, 23 starts this year, 23 appearances this year, um, not a lot of time. Right. Uh, in, in goal this season for Milwaukee. So he's going to have to be sharp here, at least for the foreseeable future, depending on what happens in Nashville. Yeah, for sure. And and I th I would hope that the last the last outing he had against Rockford, that gives him some confidence going in, yeah. right? Yeah. Gives him confidence in his own ability, gives him confidence in his team's ability to... Because, I mean, every goalie, yeah, they always say, it's my fault, it's my fault, but there's certain times when it's not their fault. Right. And unfortunately, the Admirals have had a few a few of those games where they, we leave our guy out to dry a little bit, and uh, uh, and so hopefully Devin got some confidence there. Uh, that first shot, I still remember that first shot from Friday night. Just hit him right right in the chest, right in the stomach. Yep. Dropped down, covered it, easy. And I think I exhaled at that point. Not that I didn't have faith in Devin Cooley, but you just you can't have you know what was it the last two his last two starts. Or maybe our last two starts, it was like they score on the first. Yeah, yeah, you know, you can't. Yeah, the team. One the, of the first the Admirals, three shots of the game. The Admirals had uh, three of the four games, uh, three of the last four games, um, and the three prior to the one uh, against Rockford were not good starts for the team. Yeah. Um, they were lucky to be where they were and, and make something out of, a little something out of those games. And we talk about that Winnipeg game on the 24th, yeah. uh, the final regular season game. Devin was in goal there. Yeah. Um, Admirals are down three nothing. They had a, just uh, not a good start at all. No. Uh, they fight back. They make it three two, and then yeah. it kind of falls apart after that. A shorthanded goal and a power play and all of this stuff, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, you, you need to have that good start. It'll help everybody's psyche and mindset if you score first. If you have a leave it lead after the first, the Admirals are eight zero and two on the road this year when leading after one period. Yeah. So, I mean, there there are so many stats that we can throw at you. Uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba has lost nine times in regulation on home ice. Three of those were to Milwaukee. To Milwaukee, yeah. And Milwaukee did not have a road win until its eighth game this year. And right. it happened to, and be, happened in to be in Winnipeg the, when we the, got the, it. The third game of the three-game stretch yep. in Manitoba. So, uh, yeah, started 0-7 on the road. Uh, Manitoba is 16-5-5 and on the road this season. So bar barely over 500 right. if you count overtime and shootout losses as losses they're 16 and 20 on the road right so the admirals roughly 500 on the road they have i think 18 wins on the road and 20 uh, tw tw 19, 19, 19 and 20 wins 19 yeah. on the road and 20 at home yeah right so right. 
just over 500 if you just go 19 and 19 and 20 and 18 and all of that stuff. But they're obviously the the points are different. But what matters now is wins and losses. You don't get any points in the standings yeah, anymore. Right. It's you just can't w be satisfied. Yeah, you're not satisfied when it's three to just three. Just to get to overtime. Yeah. yeah. To get the point. Yeah. No, no points. No points. No uh, points. So it's going to be. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. I'm I'm looking forward to this series so much. I think Manitoba uh, team. The Admirals have played 12 times. Won five of the 12. Um, I think I think Manitoba is a challenging team. I think they're a well-coached team. I think they bring so much to the table, work ethic. It does, there's no quit in them. Um, and they know what they want to do. Yeah, yeah. and there's no for the question. most part, they're successful in doing it. Yes, yes. Um, when the admiral and even when they're even when they are losing, it seems like they're successful at doing what they want to do. And they possess the puck. They limit chances. They've allowed the fewest shots per game this season in the American is Hockey the League. Yes, their course is exactly way right. through the roof. Um, but I, 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 this is the matchup that I was hoping for for the Milwaukee Admirals' sake, and the fact that the series had been close all season long. Uh, Winnipeg winning one more game or two more games, I guess seven and five. Um, to Milwaukee, but I I'm not I'm not sold on the goaltending up there. Right, I uh, agree with you. I as a team, they're at 89 percent in a save percentage. Mikhail Burden is at 903, which uh, among goaltenders who have appeared in 24 games this year, a little over 1400 minutes, um, among, the, among the top 20 in goals against average, he has the second worst save percentage among all those goaltenders. Right. Still, he has four shutouts. So it tells you that he doesn't In see a lot of shots. Games, yeah. he, he doesn't see a lot of shots. He's been back and forth a little bit with the parent club too. Right. Um, but he doesn't see a lot of shots. Um, you can get, you know, you can get three against him. Twenty-two out of twenty-five. The problem is holding Manitoba yeah. to three, and they're averaging about three point two per contest on the season. So yeah. that's kind of the magic number is is three. I think you can score three on Mikhail Bird and can you hold Winnipeg? Can you hold to Winnipeg two? to under right to under that? Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's the key. Because they're going to get 40 shots. Yes. So you're going to have to stop. Your goalie's going to have to have a 94% 30, save percentage. Yeah, to, to, yeah. to get out. Yep. Uh, Which can be done. And their shots, though, let's be clear, they're not high-danger shots, generally speaking. The first shot almost always comes from up high. Yeah. Defensemen get the puck at the point. They shoot it. They crash. They send the puck up the boards. Yep. Send it maybe back to the high slot. Yep. Do it all over again. It's their version uh, of dumping the puck in, basically. Yes. Right? They get it on goal. They chase down the rebound. They're attacking, so they see where it is. So the defenseman hasn't turned around yet. You shoot the puck on goal. Defenseman has to turn, but I can see where it's going. Now it's my job to chase that puck down right? and, and get it back to the, the mobile defenseman that they have. I, I think they all play power play except for Jimmy Olaney. Yeah. And, and Jimmy's yeah, and having even, a career year. He's having an unbelievable year. Yeah. I think we've seen him on the power play, but probably because they had so many issues with yes. COVID and yes. NHL call-ups and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's an impressive team. It's an impressive blue line. Um and it, they're, again, they're well coached. Mark Morrison in his first season. Um, uh, I, I think it's going to be a great series. I, I, this is the one I was hoping for all along, uh, it, to be honest. And uh, it's, it's the one we're getting. So now it's just a matter of taking care of business, something that the Admirals have not won a series since 2011. So yes, they need uh, to do that. We remember that uh, very well. That yeah. was uh, immortalized by, uh, the, by your voice and the... Uh, uh, bottle, bottle bottle opener, openers yeah, yeah, yeah. That we use. Mark Van Gilder yeah, scored in double scored overtime. In double overtime. Off, oddly enough, a shot from a bad angle from Ryan, Ryan Thang, Thang that yeah. Mark Van Gilder was able to find the rebound and right. put into the net. Yeah, which so. I've watched that goal probably a thousand times. Yeah, and every time I have a difficult time picking up where the puck is after Thang shoots it. 
Good thing Mark didn't, though. Yeah. Maybe he's, but maybe that's why he's a professional hockey player, yeah. and I'm not. Yeah, yeah. strangely He enough. went to Notre Dame too. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. right. Although R- Matt, Mark, sorry, Matt, Mark, whoever the heck we're talking, yeah, no, about. Mark it, Van Gilder, Notre Dame like, alum. It's like the hand buzzer, yeah, where you <laughs> get you get a jolt that says Notre, you know, like, yeah. like touchdown Jesus pops over your head or something like that when you shake a hand with a guy. Yeah, uh, no, you're right. Um, so y- your thoughts uh, as as we're going into this and and. and uh, maybe I'm just echoing what we have talked about I earlier. I think so. But yeah, like it's uh, can we can we get the puck yeah. right? How much zone possession time has Manitoba had against us? We don't keep those stats. Someone actually might. Somebody does. But they have yeah. tr- remarkable and, and sometimes and and that's what they do is they wear you down. So right, they're not expecting to score off that first shot. Right in the zone they might mean might not even be expecting from the second one but how many goals have they scored against us where puck gets you know it gets shot second shot third shot and finally a rebound comes out to a crashing forward and he and he pots it you know they they their shot percentage or their success percentage uh shooting percentage is about nine percent yeah so it's a little below it's average low. that's low uh yes. you know you, you figure one out of ten will go in roughly yep. um so th- it's a little bit low, but it also when they, when you get to that three point two goals per game, um, that's up in the that's in the top half of the league in, sure. in scoring per contest. So it does show you that volume works for them. Yeah, right. Exactly. They keep going. Yes, it might be nine percent, but you know Chicago had a nineteen percent power play this year, but they were also on the power play like three hundred times, like all so, the time. So when you're on the power play four or five times a game. If you get one a night, your, pre- your percentage you're, isn't fantastic. But you're doing good. But you're doing well, yes. Yeah. So. And, I mean, we, we were talking about this before, about how close, you know, you the point to go to overtime. Yeah. So every goal is magnified. And if you can have good special teams, yeah. uh, you know, that's, that's probably, you mentioned goaltending, special teams is probably another key. And I guess that's, you know, being a little cliche. But it's true, right? Well, if you can, Manitoba as a team this year was nineteen percent. So on the power play, on the power play, yeah. so middle of the league, sixteen, seventeen, somewhere in there. But against Milwaukee, twenty-eight point three percent, fifteen out of fifty-three. Right. Um, so that that's key, right. right? That's that's up there with with the keys to the game. Now the last game, Manitoba that the teams played on the twenty-fourth. Uh, Manitoba went one for three on the power play. They had two shorthanded goals. One was an empty netter. And last goal, um, four seconds so, or whatever. So special teams are going to be huge. Manitoba, again, the way they play and the way the defensemen can get that puck, um, a grinding type of team. And listen, they might not have anybody that's top 40 in points. In, no, in the I, I don't think they do. Um, but they've got guys who can finish and, and yeah. have tons of skill. Mikey Asimon is a skilled player. Right. Uh, David Gustafson has a world of skill, uh, a dangerous centerman. Um, they, they've got guys that can do it. And it, we, while we hype up the defensemen, the forwards get overlooked, but they, we shouldn't overlook those. No. Jeff, Jeff Malotte's found a way to be – we haven't had an all-star game the last couple of seasons, but Jeff Malotte would be an all-star probably with right. 20, 20, 22, 23 goals yeah, that, that he's been putting in. Um, he's been a consistent – Thorn in the side, uh, a hard player, and he made his NHL debut this year. A hard player to play against. So did Isimont, right? Made a, got called. Mike Isimont finally got a call and played. Um, so yeah, they've they have some ability. Um, Christian Reichel has blossomed right. this year for them. Uh, he was a guy who wasn't drafted, and everybody probably thinks of him as Lucas's brother or Robert's son. <laughs> uh, 
Christian Reichel is is uh, proving to be a solid a, two-way a force good, in this league. In the, in the and I've always league, liked yeah. CJC's. I've always liked the way that guy plays. If Luke Johnson is healthy, that's a nasty type of centerman that you like to have to win some face-offs, son of former Admiral Steve Johnson. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, so there's a, there's a lot to like on that Manitoba team. Uh, and we're hyping them up now, but let's talk about what to like with Milwaukee here. Um, Cody Glass has had a magnificent season and a magnificent last two and a half, three months. Yeah, and he's been great against this. Manitoba. He's been great against Manitoba. Cole Smith has been fantastic for the Admirals. You know, we were talking, we talked after the game about how, how noticeable Cole Smith was the other day yeah. when he had missed a couple games because he was hurt. Yep. Um, and just his first, his first couple steps, him on the penalty kill is that's and to echo our point from before we can't let manitoba be 30 percent on the power play 28 percent. Right. they need to be 15 percent. and cole smith is a big reason why they might why we can keep them yeah. in check yeah yeah cole schneider 30 goals this season yeah. a career high um and I, 499 career points uh, but that's not in the american hockey league that's yes yes and, and i would like to you know they coin the bat behind the net that's gretzky's office yeah in front of the net that's Cole Schneider's office. On the office. post, that's Cole Schneider's office. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And that that's one thing, too. You get those five on threes. Um, and I'm not saying it, it, you, what I'm going to be interested in. I was I was thinking a lot about this because we had we had Terry Koharski referee the game here the other day against Rockford. F- yeah. Final game of the year. And it's the first time we've seen Terry uh, this season. Yeah. And uh, that family, people know the family, um, the referees. um there's just a feel to the game, and you you feel like you're taken care of, and and the, and, and maybe it's because the, I, I'm treating the new officials like I treat new music, like I don't know <laughs> you who don't you like are, you I don't, don't know who you are, yeah. so I don't like you. Yeah, right. Uh, right. You don't. I, it doesn't have the same groove. It doesn't have the same beat. I don't. You know, I'm comfortable with this. Whatever. Right. Uh, I don't know what to expect. Where are you going? How are you, how are you getting to three four time all of a sudden? Yeah. Um, maybe that's my problem. In, in that there's too much new, but I, I don't know. You just feel like with Terry Koharski, it's everything's cool. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna feel like you're getting screwed all the time right. out there. And he talks. So, to, he'll talk to the coaches. So yes. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious to see whether that changes. I bring all that up because I'm curious to see whether it shifts in in the playoffs. In the playoffs if if it's so confrontational, and and we know we've been watching the games all season long. Um, the the relationship, if we can call it that, between officials and the athletes slash coaches is more combative than it's ever been. Oh yeah, for sure. It's and and there's a lot of new faces in both situations. Um, and I'm not saying who's right or who's wrong, but I'm saying it's combative and it's it, at times ugly. And I'm I'm anxious to see if because because playoffs are traditionally let them play let them play yes and i'm curious to see and how that who goes does that benefit more in this series right who benefits more from a let them play philosophy great question uh we've got the admirals have some we have some uh, a good what maybe they would call a herd line up in uh in nashville even though that's not the genesis of the name but we've yeah. got some big bodies that can bang around but that can play also yeah um but then again, you look at uh, let's look at Manitoba and the way they play in general. Yeah, is that benefit them in front of the net, on in the offensive zone, the cross checking? Because we've gosh, how many cross checking penalties have been called this year? Yeah, four, m- four million. Yeah, can they get away with it now? Up along the boards, those rebounds get sprayed wide. Who's gonna? Are they gonna call that maybe from us when we're battling <coughs> right. for the puck? 
when we're tired? Are they going to call us for those stick infractions? I, I don't know the answer to that, really. No. And again, we, we, it's all going to start to play out on Friday night uh, when the Admirals host Manitoba at Panther Arena at 7 o'clock. Um, and, and by the way, uh, if you're listening to this, Saturday night at 6, that game will also be on My24. So yes, it will be on the on radio, TV. on AHL TV, and in southeastern Wisconsin and wherever you can get uh, My24. Um, that's uh, it'll be on the air with you so. and Pat and uh, not Patrick the Patrick aforementioned Gold. Mark Van Gilder. Yeah, the aforementioned Mark Van Gilder, Notre Dame alum. <laughs> yeah, um, he will love that that we're uh, we're saying that. So again, again, getting back to the whole thing here, it's playoffs, and this is where goaltenders make their money. Yeah, and it's it's going to come down to it. And yeah. uh, people ask over and over about players coming back. We don't know. Uh, and the two in, in the, the well, three, uh, four, actually, there are three in, in uh, Nashville, Davies, Matthew Olivier, and Connor, and Ingram. Connor Ingram. And we can't forget Rocco Grimaldi, right. who suffered an injury in the middle of March, blocking a shot in overtime against Chicago, hasn't yep. been back since. The general thought has been that if the Admirals get past Manitoba, that there's a chance, a pretty good chance, that Rocco, Rocco would join the back. team in the conference in the uh, division final right. uh, against either Rockford, Chicago, or Texas, whoever may win that series. So um, it, it, that adds an element, obviously, as well. You, you, we, you, we can't be playing the what-if game here, no, obviously. No. And we're not doctors. Um, At least I'm not. No, you might no. be. No, we can't be playing the what-if game. We don't know if Nashville goes on a run and they keep those bodies up there, Jeremy Davies, Olivier, and... And Connor. And, and Connor Ingram, you know, it, we, we're, when we don't does know UC what happens Saros with come UC back, Saros, right? Uh, all of this stuff. And if Cools goes on a run, um, and why can't he? Right. No you reason know? why not. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see. It's, it's going to be the first time in Devin Cooley's, really in his career, I mean, and I'm talking college too, that he's going to get the chance to run with everything. He's yeah. had some injury issues or whatever in the past. He's had, uh, he's been the backup. He's been whatever. He's never really had the chance. Here, here we go. Here yeah. and like Scott Darling turned it into a yeah, and now sure a stand-up did. comedy career. <laughs> uh, and a Devin former Cooley, guest on the Admirals podcast. Can Devin Cooley, can Devin Cooley do that? Yeah. And maybe this worked. Maybe this. Maybe the way Manitoba fires shots is beneficial for. Devin, goalies want to be in the Absorb game. Absorb it, yeah. He doesn't want to see 60 shots, right? Right. Yeah. But 35 to 40 shots, maybe, get him into the Depending game. Depending on where they're from. Right, field of foe. Yeah. If he's controlling those rebounds, I think that maybe uh, that maybe is well, beneficial And you bring him. that up, that's an interesting thing because so, so few shots go against Manitoba uh, per game. Um, that's another area where Mikhail Burden can get himself into trouble if he plays the puck too much. Mikhail right. Burden it may be the best stick-handling goaltender I've ever seen. He's no offense phenomenal. to Rene. He, he, no offense, no, but Mikhail Burden is phenomenal. Yeah. And uh, seriously, I think he's the best puck-handling goaltender I've ever he's seen. He's the type of guy that and you would expect to carry on a delayed penalty. He's carrying the puck out and leading the breakout. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And I, I was just reading something from one of their assistant coaches, Eric Dubois, talking about he gets himself into trouble. And part of it is because I think he gets bored. He, right, he wants to touch, he wants to play he the puck. Get, he gets bored, so he's going to do something. Well, can you take advantage of these turnovers? Yeah. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, he was the goalie when Manitoba was on the delayed penalty against Milwaukee. It was a school day game. Yeah. And they passed the puck out of their own end, and Burden had already went to the bench, and the puck bounced off the wall and into their own into net. Into their own net. Right, yeah. right. I th Anthony Richard, was that his I goal? I don't remember who got credit for the goal. Yeah. Uh, we were ho we were hoping it was a goalie, but it, that wasn't yeah, the it case. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, no. But, yeah, so that's, you know, 
Th- that's certainly th- that's neither here nor there. It's just it's just a quick note that Mikhail Burden was the goalie there, but he is he is a phenomenal stick handler. When I think of the way to play Manitoba, the Admirals had it right in their 7-2 win against them about a month ago. Yeah, it, they played the first 40 minutes were as perfect a hockey game as you could play, and by that time they're up six nothing. Evan Cormier was the goaltender that Burden. Uh, but Cormier had no chance on any of the six shots. Yeah. He stops 19 of 25 in two periods, and that's it. Yeah. They, they, he's got nowhere to go. But, I mean, the poor guy had zero chance whatsoever. Now, he was the goalie the other night when Winnipeg beat the Admiral 7-2. 7-2. 7-2, I'm six sorry. The other yeah, one was 7-2. Our two. win was 7-2. Yeah, 6-2. Um, and he did the job fine. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know that he was challenged particularly early. No. Um, the Admirals pumped in a couple real quick, and then um, and then he had to you know, just figure it just out a little bit. Right. Uh, but but his team stepped up too and, and got the job done. Um, so coaching, Carl Taylor had the best team in hockey a couple of years ago in the American Hockey League. Uh, this coaching staff, Carl and, and Greg Rollo, were in the Calder Cup final with Texas in 2018. So there's experience there. Um, you look at player experience in the postseason. There's not a ton. And Alex right. Biega had a good run with Utica about seven years ago. Uh, Cody Glass in 2019 started he, his pro career right, with coming Chicago. Coming right out of, uh, right out out of, of uh, the Western League, right? Uh, started and uh, played w- with the Wolves and made it to the confer- uh, to the uh, Calder Cup final there, losing to Charlotte. Um, Cole Schneider with Binghamton. Uh, uh, that is a long time that's ago. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so there's not a ton of playoff experience on the Admirals, but uh, to be fair, there haven't been playoffs in the last two seasons. Right. So it's a league comprised of 23, 24-year-old players. I remember Jimmy Huntington told me, I, I, I'm so looking forward to the playoffs because I haven't played in a couple of years. And I'm like, wow, that's wild. You, yeah. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, well, nobody has. Yeah. Nobody has played in a couple right. of years. Exactly. So, exactly. so here we go. I think Jimmy Huntington is going to be a big key too. The, the, the versatility he has added to this team uh, and his penalty kill and his face-off ability and all of that has been magnificent. Yeah, for um, sure. So it's uh, it's going to be fun. I'm not going to do – I don't like predictions. I think picks on NFL studio shows are the laziest wor- – on radio shows, I think picks are the laziest, worst thing in the world. I, I seriously do. Um, so we're not going to do that. Of course, we're an Admiral-centric podcast, podcast so yeah. we're going to say Admirals Ad- in three. Right. It's, we're going to outscore four, 27 four, to two. All of this stuff. I mean, what do you expect us to say? Right. Uh, Come on, people. <laughs> but but I, I, that being said, I like the fact that the Admirals finished the way they did. I, don't necess- I like the way they played in Chicago. I didn't like their starts at home. I like the fact that the Admirals have been a better have been pretty good on home ice all season long, especially after December first. Since December first, the Admirals overall have a six fifty five points percentage. Right. Um, the goals a half a goal a game, um, so they've picked things up since that five twelve and one start. Right. So they've been playing for the most part outstanding hockey for a good chunk uh, of this season, almost five months now. Um, there's no reason to think that in a five-game series against a team that they know extremely well, yep. in a place that they're pretty comfortable in playing, right? Uh, that that uh, where they won three of the I nine lo- three of the nine losses they had in regulation were to Milwaukee. And like the last time we were up there, we played three in a row. We yeah. won the last two. We should have won. Probably should have yeah, won the yeah, first game. We're overtime. up four to three. Yeah. And they showed. Uh, yeah, they they tied it late. Yep. Um, I'm heartened by those three games. Yep. That's a long time ago, but still, it shows we can play up there. Yes. Yep. So I'm. Uh, yeah. I, I guess all of that being said, 
Uh, it's going to be a great series, which yeah. starts on Friday night, May 6th. Yeah, 7 o'clock. Yeah. Get your tickets. Eight bucks. So am I missing anything? I don't Are we missing so. anything? No, I don't think so. Okay. Just about, well, we didn't talk about the Minnesota Moose at all. Uh, the, and, you know, the, we, the Admirals played against the Minnesota Moose for two years. But Don Tanner, he, gave me, all, he gave me all that's the stats. True. You bring that up. I was wondering where you're going with that. But that, that's true. Min the Minnesota Moose. I, yeah. We, the Admirals have played Manitoba one time, 88-89 in the playoffs. And they, sw they swept us in three in a 98-99. What did I say? 88. Yeah, yeah. No, no. 98-99 yeah. uh, in the IHL. And the Manitoba won that game. Um, but I don't think we have anybody playing still that was around uh, for uh, for that series. 98-99? Uh, 98-99. No, 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 I can't think so. I'd be curious to see if there's anybody around from the old IHL. I don't, there can't be. In playing professionally yeah. anywhere, boy. Uh, You're talking 2001 2000, was the last 2000, season. 2001, yeah. my first year with the Admirals. 21 years. Um, <coughs> there might be somebody in Sweden playing in the right. second Austrian league or something <laughs> like that, right? Right. Or, Whatever, but um, I don't think so. Playing thirty games in the English league or something. Yeah, but we'll have to look that up. Yeah, um, yeah. So it'll be, it's it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. Back in the playoffs, <laughs> the games are different. Everything is different about them. Yep. Uh, the feeling is different. The intensity is different. The play is different. It's just it's better. Yep. Ticket better. deals and all the schedules and everything. Go to the Milwaukee Admirals website, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Yep. That'll That's do it. Thing. That's it. For Charlie Larson, I'm Aaron Sims. Thanks for listening to this Milwaukee Admirals podcast.